morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. What is up? Welcome. Bandit Radio Hour. We're back. What, like two weeks later this time? I've, I've lost track of time. I don't know. Anyways, we got like a ton of new people listening, so thank y'all for jumping on. Uh, but no, back to business. Merce, what the hell have you been doing for two weeks besides pounding law books? Uh, you know, bombing, bombing a couple exams. Actually, one exam. Yeah. Uh, and... and- planting more blueberries so what was and it wasn't like like hang on you got a lot riding on your good grades but oh, uh, just a scholarship that, is fine that's it that's it just totally what's paying for your dream well, to come a, true no, it was a quiz yeah and i just missed law school also i've like i haven't taken a really an exam in 10 years since i graduated college right so it was like super like time. I just mismanaged my time, and it was the first time taking like one on the computer like we do. And all of a sudden, it just oh, I didn't know that. So it's one of those stupid ones on the computer. Yeah, when you also had to like uh, type your answers like essay, and yeah. all of a sudden the computer just possibly your exam will auto submit in ten seconds. I was like, oh no! And <laughs> I just basically had to slap a period on it and didn't do so hot. But uh, like I said, if I do good on my paper and my final, I should be okay. Right. But I let's put this way: I lost any wiggle room. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, thank God I don't have to do any of that. Uh, we shipped calves, which like we're, we're always doing something with the cows, but we like got calves sold, shipped them. And besides that, I've been playing with my favorite implement and not popping a hole in the radiator or anything like that. Glad you finished that sentence. Popping a hole. I you're didn't catch with it. your favorite implement. No, yeah. So that, <laughs> ah, Title, um, but uh, no, dude. Uh, we put the the choppers on the front of our front end loader of the tractor, the grapple, and I've just been cleaning up pasture and like bay heads and stuff, and grabbing all the debris and piling it up. And so you can uh, burn it. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You reminded me of something I didn't think about in the show notes at all. Yeah. So eventually, I'll burn that stuff. But uh, yeah, I had a big rut row. Like actually, right after we recorded last time. So. Uh, Every, just a little bit of arson. Just a little. <laughs> no, technically it's not arson because arson has to be a dwelling. Ah, there we go. Well, it almost, Lawyered. It almost got our tag room. Law student. Well, like, here's the thing. So everything's dry. Everything's very dry. Everything's very dry. And I, like, just had to burn some, like, paper sack trash, and I burnt that. And I watched it burn down because I even had the conscious thought, not for very long or very strong, but like, hey, Everything's dry. Watch it burn. I watch it burn down to a smolder. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go around and put out mineral. And for those of you that don't know what putting out mineral is, it's it's um, micro and macro nutrients the cows need to just finish off better. And it's to put it in perspective of what it looks like, it's like you're carrying around bags of sand, to quote the 40-year-old virgin. Uh, but like big 50-pound bags of sand to fill up mineral boxes. So like leave the, leave the smoldering fire that's like there's barely any smoke left. Go start putting out mineral. Uh, my mom stops by, like, slash my boss, like, 30 minutes later, where I just was. And she goes, oh, Josh must have burnt some trash. And that's the, the ashes of it. Drives off. And I'm, like, you know, an hour and a half or something like that, putting out mineral two hours. And I get a call from a friend. 
He goes, hey, y'all still got, like, got that ranch off the state road that's like right by a trailer and there's like a torn down tree in front of. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, what's up? And he goes, D- I think trailer's about to catch on fire, buddy. And I'm like, oh, no. And I. So had it not been for a phone call? Oh, dude. It... So you didn't catch it on your own accord? No. <laughs> no. Uh, but thank God, small community. You magooed your way. Oh, dude, it was... You would have committed arson. Well, (laughs) anyways, uh, story's not over, and that's not the worst of it. (laughs) But uh, Just strap in, everybody. There's more. (laughs) But I, I like, uh, drive there as fast as I can and pretty much get a garden hose, and there is the the trailer. Trailer was fine. Everything was fine. Everything was fine. Didn't look fine when I first pulled up and saw, like, half of a yard on fire, and I get a water hose, put it out as fast as I can. I'm playing firefighter, doing all that. And uh, I get done with it and like per- making sure everything's good. And I get this thought and I go, well, wait, I've been putting out mineral bags. And whenever we put out mineral bags, tend to, you put out like six to eight bags at one mineral box and you burn them, light them on fire in like a dirt pile or something like that. And since it was dry, I've sat there and watched them all burn down into nothingness and stomp them out afterwards and make sure everything's fine. However, when my friend called me and said, hey, your trailer might be on, like, catching fire. It didn't. Again, everything's fine. I just hauled ass. Like, I was like, oh, no, I've got to go put out this fire. So in the pasture where I was putting the mineral at, I left a mineral bag going to go stop. The, and I, So, like, I get done at the trailer. So you left. <laughs> so you literally left a fire to, to go, go put, put out, out a, another a, fire. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, I'm... Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. It was just like maybe half an acre, whole acre, acre and a half, maybe tops. And anyways, I put it all out. Everything's fine. You Covered it in water. tried to fix this the way the government <laughs> tries like, to fix yeah. There's a fire over there. Leave this fire and go. Like, oh, but everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, no arson committed. Every All the dwellings are fine. Uh, but that was scary as hell. Uh, and like learned, learned a lesson. Uh, What's that? Just don't even burn this time of year at all. Don't even <laughs> to hell with it. Litter. Littering is so much better than lighting the shed on fire. Ah, I told everybody I was gonna try to stop cussing. I've been slipping on that. I'm gonna try a little harder. We'll we'll see. We'll find out by the end of the show. I, I'm not bleeping. No. Not, not, I, I, not unless we say like the key phrases that you There's like re- two or three you really gotta bleep. Yeah, the, <laughs> the algorithms frowned upon. Yes, <laughs> frowned upon. They murder us. But uh, that's probably one of the words right there. Oh well. Uh, in other news, it's it, all right. So we're not from a large city at all, and it's uh, it's growing though. I, it, I don't. We're like getting it. a Culver's. Like I, I like that we're like getting things, but I think, and I like that we have a Wawa. But I think it's kind of pissed me off because now I feel like we're just like all the other little cookie cutter towns. Have you gotten coffee from Wawa though? I'm not a big coffee guy. I've been there. I, went, I finally did make myself go. Get some time. Wawa coffee. Get you some. Get you some. I think they cute. do free coffee Tuesdays. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I think because uh, one of the kids in law school, he's like, he's like, just FYI, uh, Wawa is doing the free coffee Tuesdays this month or this, this I think month of November maybe. Mm. So I don't take. I don't know if that's true or not, but take that. I'll check it. I don't know. The La Placita might have to hit the brakes. Might be taking a trip to Wawa, but no. So like, it's really noticeable. Whenever we get a famous person visit town, and by God, did we get a famous person visiting our town? Oh, 
I forgot. All yes. of Arcadia paused. All of, as my dad said, I'm surprised he was able to make it out of town. And uh, Tucker Carlson graced us with his presence. Yeah, I'd did. say that. I'm not like the biggest Tucker Carlson stand by any means, but I'm like, well, hot damn. Tucker, and he, of course, he visited our barbecue place. Shout out to Slim's. It's yep. fantastic. But uh, it, as me and Mer- I, I'm surprised me and my dad and my daughter ate there like just the other night after he graced it. And uh, my dad was like, I'm surprised there's not a statue of him already. Um, I, I Before it's over with, I, like I said, it's, there's going to be like one of those little brass plaques like taxes like tucker carlson sat here and ordered the rib plate so i tell you that's the main like front page story but like usual i like to get behind the scenes because that was that was impressive our little town getting visited by one of the most like however you feel about him one of the most influential and popular uh newscasters but what blew my mind was the next day if it wasn't the next day i swear it was the day after I'm on Twitter, flipping around, going going through the uh, the feed, and it's like uh, uh, Tucker Barcelona is trending or something like that. Barcelona, right? That's that's the capital of Spain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're Madrid or what, whatever. No, one it of might them. be Madrid. Might be. Is it? I know they're both big cities. They are big cities. It's one of them. But I click on it, it's Spain. and it's Spain. <laughs> it's it's white Mexicans. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's backwards. The Spaniards coming to Mexico is what? where? Why do they speak Spanish? Not American. That's what I'm getting at. But um, they uh, he like I click on it, and dude, there's like uh, okay, I'm gonna tell Madrid. you Madrid, Madrid. It's Madrid. All right, yeah. thank you, Google man. But like it shows uh uh. I guess uh, I'm going to put it in the words that probably the right-leaning Twitter page put it. And it said there was a conservative uprising in Spain against the socialist government. Now, make of that headline what you will. I got a million questions on what exactly do you mean by conservative? What exactly do you mean by socialist? What, you know. what exactly is a Spaniard? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that Europe's been trying to figure that out for ages. <laughs> We're hating on Spain tonight. All right. Take it. But, um, they got a lot of Spaining to do. But anyways, I click on it, and there's like people with their phone out. And don't get me wrong, Tucker Carlson, and I've got like agreements. Well, this is my last like asterisk in this. I got a, strong agreements and strong disagreements with the guy. However... I know he's a newscaster for the like, and he's never, has he ever done anything more notable than being a newscaster? I'm no. asking you, not, not really, right? This is like, the, the cell phone footage I see is like, there's like crowd of what looks like thousands of people all chanting his name. And like, they're not saying Viva la Revolution, but it's like something along those lines. And he just gets up with the microphone and starts like leading the crowd. And like I'm like, you're speaking English. They're all Spaniards. Whatever. They probably know English because again, European. Um, but huh. And before he did this, and like he's kind of cheerleading a pop a literal populist. Maybe it's not a populist uprising. Like, I don't know the right words to use because I've only seen it in the context of the cell phone and a Twitter page. I didn't do much more digging into it, but I'm like. Before Tucker Carlson went to another country and possibly led a populist movement against their government. Are you, are you saying Tucker Carlson led a regime 
To overthrow the government, like, of Spain. dude, like I'm, I don't, all right, that's too strong of words, <laughs> but it's somewhere in you're, that but direction. You're there's no proof that he did it. The, yeah, yeah, unless <laughs> I don't know if the Spanish government got toppled. My main point to all of this is, he went to Slims before he did this. <laughs> like, dude, it couldn't have been any longer than two days after that. I mean, you can't, you can't overthrow a government on without good barbecue, man. He got a, he got the double pork on garlic bread with the mash, not mashed potatoes, but baked beans and fries. And is that actually what he got, or you just? I don't know. That, I, I mean, that's a solid menu choice. That's what I get, and I don't. I get the jalapeno poppers. Oh, they're the best, and but I know I they're pull, frozen. I, I don't care; they're the best. I pull the jalapeno out, so I just <laughs> eat the fried cream. You cheese. do what my seventh grade self did. Just the husk. Yeah. Throw the meat away. I just want skin and bones. <laughs> but it's like, there's something so... That it, and like, I would be... I'm not even trying to make this like a right-wing thing. Like, I would be equally as fascinated if the inverse of Tucker... I don't know, who would that be? Hassan? No, he sucks. The, the like, exact so, opposite of Tucker? Yeah, who's like the left-wing's version of Tucker Carlson? The Jean Pierre woman, whoever's the speaker for the, the White House is, that just oh, like, sits there and looks no. brain dead. Well, because she can't make any, like, Tucker at least, like, he might just go off on tangents, but no, it makes okay. sense. No, she no, no. just looks dead and just. No, no, no. So I'll say this, all right? That's that's not the inverse of Tucker. So, like, that's like the inverse of. Not competent. George Bush's secretary of state. Because here's the thing with, like, at least the presidents and the federal government, at least what we see on the. TV. Noam Chomsky, I've talked about it before. He has this like really great quote about like the goal is the goal by, by whoever's running this consciously or unconsciously is like, keep the debate extremely heated, but within like a narrow confine. So like that, that lady, what's her name? Jean Pierre, blah, blah, blah. Jean, yeah, yeah. Jean Pierre or something. She's not even like, I know she talks like a far left winger, but none of those people are like really far left wing. They're like the center left liberal order in the same way that McCain and Lindsey Graham are like the central. I guess, I guess I've never paid center enough, right enough attention to anybody to actually care to learn any of their names that are on the left. I guess is what I'm saying. That's probably the same because I mean we grew up here. That's our, that's our, <laughs> I, we can't. I, other, other than her, I don't know. Uh, yeah, guys, you can only do so much about your social environment. I bet. I bet. <laughs> I bet she has blue hair. I don't know who it is, probably. but I bet it's somebody with blue hair. I like to know. It's probably well, like I know Noam Chomsky used to be it, but well, like what I'm getting at is Tucker is not like the she's not the inverse of Tucker because, like I said, like almost like Lindsey Graham is the inverse of her. Tucker is this thing way on the outside of the establishment, right? And whoever's way on the outside of the establishment left, like I might not agree with them on everything. But I'm like, ooh, I like what you're yeah, cooking you with. Might, I, I feel like they're probably unemployed. Yeah, there's, there's quite a bit of those. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but and hey, there's memes for a reason, and uh, there are caricature existences of like the left wing blue hair yelled everybody. But there is like. I don't know about to an equal amount. I'd, I'd like to somehow, maybe when I die and get to heaven, this will be one of the things I ask God. It's like how many, what, what's the Trump cartoon character? What, like the fat Walmart guy in the hover round scooter that's got the mail? Oh, he's like It's like, there's a good chunk of those too. Well, they're probably, they're going to heaven like quickly, you know, coron <laughs> coronaries. The diabetes. <laughs> Strikes them weather. Who well, did I hit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, ex exactly. Uh, but I don't know. There's something so romantic that possibly, 
I'm, I'm, I'm painting this as romantically as I can. Let's say Tucker did lead a revolt against the government. Can you imagine, did, like, uh, like he had swims? They're such an eloquent culture. Like, they're going to be, like, writing, like, songs and, like, playing, like, just about Tucker, like, write it in. Like, it's going to become with a, a custom. With a, with a Zen upper decker, like, just saving it, the country. It's going to become a custom to tilt your head slightly to the right when you're confused. <laughs> the Tucker look. Everyone over there has that haircut. Yes. No. <laughs> Dude, what was, um, oh, it was, do, do you know who Alex Stein is? I've shown you videos of him. I say that sounds familiar. He was the guy, he calls himself Tucker Carlson's illegitimate son because he looks exactly like Tucker, but he's six foot five. He was the brilliant troll. And I don't like everything he does. Some of the stuff I don't think is in the best taste. Like one of the most brilliant things I saw, it was like during COVID and whenever we were starting to send money to Ukraine. And we still had like all these problems, like right when the Ukraine stuff is like starting up, uh, he dressed, he, he got really viral and famous off of filming himself at city council meetings and being an outlandish cartoon character. And like the best one is he shows up like this Dallas city council meeting and he is dressed like a, in a Ukrainian general's garb, like, like it's like military fatigues, both Ukrainian flags on it. He's got like the little beret. And, like, the city council meeting is about, like, I don't know, road development. He's like, I am here to tell all of you why we should divert all the city funding directly to Ukraine. Like, if right. you're not patriots and you're not good people and you want Ukrainians to die, you should you should do that. And he's just like, it's kind of a troll in how the media does things to the right and to the left. Um, but, no, he was supposed to box some, and this is, like, this is messed up. Some NFL, like, former linebacker who is just a (laughs) tough bastard. Let's put it like that, but he converted to Islam. And I don't know why Tucker Carlson sent me down this path right now, but uh, they were doing, like, the pre-fight talk or whatever, and this guy's practicing Muslim, and Tucker Carlson got a bucket full of hot dogs and threw them at him in the middle of the press conference. And this like six foot five ex linebacker, like tried to come across and kill him. And he's like, they're turkey dogs. They're turkey dogs. I swear I wouldn't do that. I was about, I was about to ask if they were kosher. Well, I guess they wouldn't be kosher. Well, yeah, I guess they would still need to be kosher for them. Yeah. Still no pork. But like what a, what a brave troll. What yeah. a, like, I think that's a poor taste, but it's hilarious. <laughs> like I would that never. That was like the guy, I don't think it, Remember the guy who was like after like a while back got in a lot of trouble for putting bacon on the mosque candles. Oh, I'm sure. I think in New what? York, I think he got charged like year, like a couple years for like hate crime for just like hanging some bacon strips on the handles. And you know what? I don't know if that guy like I don't like I don't like the existence of I'm putting in quote wasting bacon. That too. <laughs> like that too. Bacon people, but like hate crimes. Like it's and don't worry, oh, no. no I, I know I'm saying this as like a white guy, but I like I think it's crazy to add an additional charge on like murder because you had like a bad thought. Or I bad... see I see that like when it's like in a fight. Like if it if it didn't like arise because of that, I you know like if say because I know like if you get in a fight and you accidentally say a slur, right? It's an instantaneous hate crime. Yeah. My mind goes to if I'm fighting someone, I want to hurt them in every way I, I can. I want to say the meanest things I can, not to be like. So I. It's he like laughed a, at me, people. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> yeah, it's like a double edged. So I don't know. Like it's not like you. I don't. There's just no good way to 
but handle, handle like, that hand grenade. I, I'll say this, like saying that, saying that, if there was like in my little imaginary anarcho-capitalist land, if there was like some privately paid person, like I don't know, bounty hunter of some sort, that just like tied him up and brought him back to that Muslim church and was like, here's a guy did it. Do what you want. I'm like, oh, I have a big problem with that. <laughs> like, and if there are a bunch of good Christians and want to forgive you, like, cool. If they all want to kick your ass, ah, well, you're talking about the, uh, did you see the hockey player? They got his throat slit a couple weeks ago. No. Well, like in a, they were playing, I get, I don't think it was like a, a NHL. It was like either step down or like an ex league, their former, their former, not that important of a person. Yes. Well, no, no, they're former pros, oh, but okay. like, they're just like past their prime. So they're not mm. playing anyways. The, uh, not as important of a he person. A, yes. He took a cleat or a, a skate to oh. his neck and like dropped down, got up like, and bled out and died. Like, and the other guy, like it pretty, I guess he's a, been a pretty dirty player in the past and they're, he threw the cleat up there. Well, he just got arrested for manslaughter. Um, and we were all talking about like what, you know, what the punishment is. And, you know, if he's just going to sit time in jail, I was like, you know what? I was like, you just need to let the other hockey, like the other hockey team alone <laughs> with that guy for like just one hour. No holds barred. Like if he lives, he lives. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But I guarantee you he's going to be in more pain and more crippled the rest of his life. And it's a win. The, the other hockey team feels vindicated. The other guy got his ass kicked and he doesn't sit in prison Taking tax dollars. Who is, who is the guy? Paul Schooney? Paul. Oh, you know who I'm talking about. Onion? No, there's a famous meme of him. An awesome video. It's the, uh, this is like in the 80s. And it's Paul something. Anyway, guy in a trucker hat and sunglasses at a payphone is the famous yeah, meme. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the when his kid. Got, yeah. And, and the, they brought the. His um, kid got messed with by a karate instructor that the kid was traveling the and country when they brought, with. And when they. Well, no, the karate instructor ran away with him. And yeah, then they yeah, called him, a, and they were extraditing him back to Texas. Well, hang on, there's more to it than that. So the the dad, Paul, like kind of knew some of the cops that were like in, yeah. uh, that were in the department, and he started taking them out and like getting them drinks and stuff, and getting information about where this guy, this karate instructor, was going to be transported at when he found out it was that airport. Yeah, guys, there's video. You can you can find it of they're walking the karate instructor who's smiling like with his yeah. hands behind his back, and Dad just comes out with a pistol right at the payphone. Yeah, he's goes, on the pay, he was on the payphone with a buddy, and I think yeah. he said, "Listen to this or something. It's going to happen," and then just turned around and <laughs> and he got like uh, basically nothing. Yeah, for it, he got kind of got a like a house arrest and some. And like, don't get me wrong. I really think, like, I can't stress this enough, talking all this hypothetical vigilante justice. Like, yes, hypothetically. All hypothetical except for historical events that have already happened. Like, This is a show, people. I think, I think like, the tragedy of that is if it's somebody that's innocent. And, like, that should be, I really think you should have a trial and be judged if you did do something or not by your peers and not by a oh, I, I agree federal court in D.C. But, I do like, I do... but once you're guilty, beyond once a shadow of a doubt. And I'm in law school, and I'm supposed to be considered at when I get done. It's supposed to be like a uh, officer of the law or of mm. the court. I still like if if you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Yeah. Like yeah. Like I mean, I get it, and it's in the Constitution. But so, at some point, it's kind of like. Ooh. Mm. Okay. You just gave me a. I'm not gonna say what I was about to say. You just gave me a good idea, and I'm gonna leave it at that and use that phrasing for it. But all right, all right. I agree with you. At first glance, like, yeah, if you found him with his hand in the cookie jar, of course he was stealing the cookie. But all right, let's take this down another rabbit hole. Are we for sure 
after the video evidence they showed us that that one dude in Las Vegas just shot up a concert exactly how they said he did. And yeah, but everybody from the game, most people have like known that's fishy. I'm uh, talking like you actually walk in and catch a guy mm, peddling a kid. You just execute him point gonna, blank and go about your day and the world's a better place. I'll find out in post-production if we have to bleep padiddle. <laughs> I, if, if they've gotten around to that one, then patent pending. <laughs> padiddle pending. No, 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 no. All right. But, um, but no, that's like, that's the scary thing of who do you hand this power to? Of, don't get me wrong, yes, I agree, in your house, if you catch whatever, yeah, it's, it's on you. My ultimate answer is, do with it what you want on your property. Like, you catch somebody trespassing, it's your discretion. You catch somebody stealing your stuff, your discretion. You catch somebody doing anything worse than that, your discretion. It's like the robber when he, uh, when somebody catches the robber in the house, and he's like, holding him at gunpoint, he's like, you to call, call 911? He's like, why? No one knows you're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a revolver. The shell casings don't jump out. Uh, hypothetically, uh, we're just going to have to like yell that a lot. Um, There's just going to have to be like a long, like really fast talk at the beginning of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bandit Radio Outer does not endorse or did it. It's like, it's like the South Park intro yeah. little thing. Like none of this is real. Just all imaginary. Um, speaking about imaginary things uh did you watch the uh any of the republican debates and their chances at getting an inch on donald trump i was too busy failing a contract yeah <laughs> i didn't watch it either but i've watched clips and i've listened to other people talk about it because that's the kind of research i do um at least this time but all i saw was something about uh DeSantis in high heels and oh Mickey. yeah that's been funny and Nikki Haley some, wears heels to hide yeah. ammunition, or I don't know. Man, as a guy, like, I don't pay very close attention to, like, actual, like, what I call, like, Fox News and CNN politics of, like, oh, what person's more popular right now than the other? Because it's all fake. Um, but, like, something that has been interesting to watch, kind of sad. I don't know if it's sad or not. I've, I haven't trusted the guy since he got elected, if I'm being, like, in my heart of hearts is watching DeSantis's roller coaster of popularity. I mean, became the most popular governor in the country. He by literally miles. didn't have to do anything. He could have no. just stayed there and just kept long just being like like just kind of rigid and just this is it, this is Florida. We're just gonna do Florida things. Yeah. And then would have won the presidency in two years. And hey, I like four years. I like I like praising and hating on Donald Trump equally, but like something I did hate on him on, there might be audio evidence of this in the past. Check out the old episodes. Uh, but I was like, uh, man, Trump off the bat going after DeSantis. That's like, that doesn't seem right. That seems dumb. Yeah. And I was like, that seems like a dumb move. Looking back, I'm like, that was smart. There are times where I'm like, Trump needs to stop talking. Like you're digging a deeper hole, but mm -mm. At the then you get like a couple years later and you're like he was a kind of a step ahead like I don't I don't know if he's that that much of a genius or if he's just that lucky and just bumbling his way through it and just pulling it off not knocking him I'm just like it just seems to always work out for him I can admire his gut instinct to go after things that I although man he is not reading the room on the on the but he's not reading his room on the machinations. Oh, the... Operation Warp Speed. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just... I'm like, dude, your base, like, hates these people. <laughs> like, that, that, this. Hate them or love them. Like, the, the, the 
corp. Well, I mean, yeah, he should know that because the people that got it are dead or chunks of them. No, nah, not, not all. And I hope a lot of, I hope a big chunk of them. I hope, how should I put this nicely? Phrasing. No, phrasing. <laughs> phrasing. I don't know. I, I know people I love that got that. And I, I hope nothing happens to them. There's also people that I hate that didn't get it. And I hope something happens to them. So tomato, tomato. Uh, but no, like something that's been. So when I watch like these little bits of the debates and Trump, for those of you not aware, like Trump has not been in them. He's been under a gag order for like, what, two months? I think he just got it. Out today, dude. I bet he has literally been the meme of the kid that's like waiting to say something, and there's a like giant vein. vein going up his face. That's oh, dude, Trump not being legally allowed to talk. I bet shit, he's but... like been yelling in the mirror and like, <laughs> oh, his eight, his poor wife. Oh, dude. Yes, yes, we get it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wall. We yes, know, honey. We know. <laughs> but like the thing that's been interesting. I've, I've talked a little bit about Vivek Ramaswamy or whatever. Uh, and despite the guy's intentions that for all I know are terrible intentions and, and just like self-promotion and self that what a lot of people go into politics for the uh, self-interest, let's say, it, let's say it is that, or it isn't that listening to some of the messaging I've been hearing going around. Like when I walk by Fox news in my household and they're like, can you believe Vivek Ramaswamy is going so hard after Nikki Haley and that she, uh, you know, she's just a, what, what I do? Nothing. Going I was, down, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Praising. Uh, <laughs> he's pouring it. He's pouring it to her. But um, No, like they'll be like, uh, and then I'll hear the clip and what this guy is saying. And again, I don't really know if I like the guy or not. But the message he is saying to a big chunk of America that pays attention to politics is like, this woman's in bed with the military industrial complex, and that's why we have most of the wars we do. And I'm like, ooh, that's juicy. That's Isn't he supposed to be in bed with Big Pharma? Yeah, it's supposed to be in, in quotation marks. But like, I, I know. I want to. I feel like America is time, like. You've seen that town that voted like for the dog to be mayor. <laughs> yes, that awesome town, <laughs> yeah. the smartest I'm town like, in a, America. <laughs> we need a break for four years. Like I went to the Veterans Day parade the other day, and our uh, Arcadia mayor was in a golf cart, and I was so surprised. Who that is our mayor? That's what I said. I'm like, <laughs> we have a mayor. I didn't know that. I don't cool. have county commissioners. I don't think I've ever seen the mayor's name. And my mom even said she was. I partied with that man before, and I'm like, the tone of voice you said that in is. Off-putting, uh, but <laughs> they're wild. Um, but uh, like, it's really refreshing. And like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of like doom and gloom in the news and stuff like that. But I think there is more and more. What what did I hear the the right word the other day? Political dissension or political dissidents, like left wing, right wing. What you know, even breaking that down. I have a question. This is something I'm seeing pop up with Israel and Palestine, but it doesn't. It's, it's not so much both. Israel and Palestine. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, answer's I both. <laughs> I know you like the big bombs, <laughs> yeah. but um, no, like even this. Why is it like if you're a I'm, I'm putting in air quotes a right winger, you support Israel? I'm not saying this definitively of all right wingers or anything like this. And if you're a radical left winger. You support Palestine. 
And that just really got, in the words of Count Dankula, it got my... You lost me. That's a reference I don't get. It's a proxy war. The well, side, yes. You're wanting that side... That side hates the side you oppose. So you're naturally going to like that side. Well, okay, like, here's my question. Why can't an American socialist... That's like true blue. Well, that's, du- t- that should technically be an oxymoron, but yeah. some some people stop spanking their kids. Free will and freedom of speech <laughs> and thought. I know, I know. But I, uh, I literally like I go back. It's, I blame the hippie generation. That's I believe. But hang on, hang on, hang on. Who raised the hippies? Yeah, that the. It all comes from the progressive era. Yeah, actually. that's, I'm, that's yeah. what started. But anyways, like what what I'm getting at is why can't you be like an American? Economic socialist, or let's say it's a democratic socialist. Hear me out. Let me let me finish this train of thought, and also be like pro-Israel. Why can't like why is this weird grouping of things that don't like? Why does your view on economics have anything to do with your view on this territorial because conflict? That's one group that's <laughs> terrible with economics and money. Yes. And another group that's really good with money. We'll leave it to the audience to decipher which is which. But like on the other hand, like, all right, why can't you, uh, that's odd, this grouping of things that don't really even connect to each other. Like, all right, another good one. Why can't you be a, a, let's say a right-wing economist. Let's hell, let's say like an extreme, an extreme right-wing economist and be like vehemently pro-choice. Like, why is this like? Why do the right wingers? T- and I can understand some inter- intermingling I you philosophy. Can. I think that's more of a con- like where they get like a conservative. Yes, value. I don't think you have to be right wing and conservative. But here's when you hear it on the corporate news and on like your feed and stuff like that. It's like it's odd. The the like. Like I said, the grouping, like in order to be left wing, you have to be. All pro- I know is in the last five minutes, you've managed to bring up Israel and Palestine. Yeah. Abortion. Yeah. Right. And left wing. Like, don't like we are threatening. We have we have we haven't alienated at least everybody. Dogheaded people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wild card people. <laughs> but, um, no, like what I'm what I'm getting at. Like there's gun- so many people yelling at the radio <laughs> right now. It looks like the boys. There's just heads popping. But um, no, like what? And on the same token, why to to be right wing is it like, hmm, why is it all these planks that don't have anything to do with each other and all these other ones that do? And don't get me wrong. I can see like you having the philosophy. I think it's of, a lot of it goes back. It's just the talking points. It's the, yeah. the, it's the narrative that side pushes. And you know, like we all learned about in school. Who's the guy in like the 1915s or 1920s who figured out like advertising and mass communication and made like bacon a breakfast food? You know who I'm talking about? I missed that class. Oh, dude, it's a damn. I can't think of his name, but he was like, I think it was his idea to associate Santa Claus with Coca-Cola. I might be wrong on that, but there's like a lot of current like advertising gimmicks for strategies for lack of a better term that all come he's like the father of advertising uh mercy's googling it right now but i just just seen just tons of pictures of bacon and now i'm a little hungry but well one of the things this guy did whenever you spit out the name from that google box is like from what i understand bacon used to be like gilvy that might be it but uh 
one of the things they got at was like this. Considered the most important figure in advertising. Yeah. June 1911. He like really figured out like if you just associate a product with this Ogilvy feeling. Is probably how you pronounce it. That sounds right. What? So say the whole thing. David Ogilvy. Yeah, it sounded something fancy pants like that. Um, but like bacon was like more commonly a dinner and lunch food. But you know the classic like bacon you need is an anytime it, food. It is. But like you know how like the classic plate breakfast plate that you always see, which is like what two eggs, two pieces of bacon, and toast, or in oh, a glass mine, of milk. Mind you, like a Jimmy Dean microwavable biscuit and a monster. Yeah, I know, but like you see a breakfast plate on like a like I don't know what what's the clip art like something you know it's always like two eggs bacon maybe hash browns or maybe toast or something i don't look at clip art last time i typed it for breakfast i typed in blue waffle one time as a child <laughs> yeah <laughs> let it ride um ketchup gen z is that who's after us dude i don't know i, don't know. I feel bad for like it's all we're already having a rough go we are we, we, i saw a, a meme it was like uh to the kids that graduated high school between 2015 to 2019 you literally caught, or it's the equivalent of catching the last chopper out of Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> with the housing prices, you sure did. No, they're, I Come think they're talking about just how like crazy school and everything. Yeah, has true, gotten. true. Um, but like what I was getting at, that dude that made like you know he was able to do some social conditioning just to make like bacon primarily a breakfast food, and like it. Uh, he did stuff for Hershey. He he did a lot of big things. But it's like if they did that with bacon and with cigarettes and with a lot of other th advertising things that come from that era. Why wouldn't they, if there's like, all right, the, the U S federal government is quite literally the most powerful organization to ever exist. That's ever been recorded. And supposedly what that power depends on is how the masses vote. Supposedly let's go with that. Let's say that's a given and it's hundred percent certifiable. You're not telling me that some ambitious person is going to like, hey, if I can just convince these masses a certain way using these certain techniques, I obtain a chunk of the most powerful organization to ever grace the earth. And I think they kind of did that with like, like me and you were talking before the show and it's like, uh. You know, there are certain, like, uh, 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 almost character tropes that are thrown at you. And it's like, that's the ad. The yeah. the celebrity is the ad. That's yeah. what, what was your conspiracy theory that Taylor Swift and what's his name is? Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. We're just Mr. bullshitting, Mr. by the way. Mr. Pfizer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, but uh, that, that. Like it's like, oh, convenient. Like, all at the same time, combined. And now, like. I was like what's the quarterback's name? No, he's not a quarterback. He's like whatever. Kelts. Basketball. And yeah, they're just plastered everywhere now. And she's like all for the Democrats and he's all pro like for yeah. the jabity jab. Yeah. And like I can see that in modern day, but I, I think a lot of my conservative friends are kind of picking up on that. But I'm like, what you're not picking up on is like something the left, the good part of the left, has been saying for decades. Rambo. Was that well? Not First Blood. First Blood's actually a really good anti-war movie. But the rest of the Rambo's, like, what's the end of the la like Rambo two for our brave Mujahideen fighters in Afghanistan, who would later become Al Qaeda, <laughs> like, and it's like all that culture we grew up with that we enshrined so I was much. Rambo for Halloween one year. A lot of that was 
We got kicked the, out of a haunted house because I punched a grown man in the nose. <laughs> Good for you. What at Universal Halloween Horror Nights? I pushed a guy off a bridge because he was a leaf monster. <laughs> <laughs> he startled me. He jumped. Good for him. He's hiding under the bridge and he jumped up like on the side rail. And I Shadow just people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I was scared, man. Uh, they had chainsaw no, clowns was, there. When I was little, my dad could uh, say noggin, and I'd run and headbutt any whoever it was, or he'd say snot locker, and I'd punch him in the nose. And so I don't. You were like a trained dog. <laughs> Looking back at my childhood, yeah, yeah. A Go bit. fetch, boy. But I think it was after that my mother was like, "You've got to quit that." He's like, <laughs> he's like seven or eight now, and he's like just like sick. <laughs> You're sick. Your dad is a hero. He was dressed like a vampire. I remember I had to like jump to like. <laughs> Dude, let me guess. Classic vampire, white face, cape, yeah. fangs. There's it was, some... the, it was at the Elks Club. There's something so terrifying about your dad dressed <laughs> like that. I don't know why. No, my dad wasn't the vampire. Oh, my, oh my you punched That's why I'm like, My dad, yeah. we went to a haunted house, and my dad saw, clearly must have been one of his buddies working as at the Elks Club, and he pointed and said, snot locker. And I just ran, got a running shirt, and jumped and punched him square in the face. As one does. <laughs> Good for you. And then we had to leave. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to think. No, that was it. I pushed that fellow off the bridge, and he fell in the water, and that scared me. But, oh, speaking of bridges, and back to giving uh, Russia, Ukraine, or you know, giving money and stuff. Did you know that? Uh, I don't remember how we came across this, or I think it, like while I was in school. Did you know that at one time there was a town in West Virginia that got threatened to get uh, funding from so- the Soviet Union? To go ahead, bridge? go ahead and tell the story. I've, I heard this a while back. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, in July 1975, there was a bridge um, that went down in the town of Vulcan in Kentucky, or right. West, between them and West Virginia. And they were like, couldn't get money to fix it. The town wouldn't give money to fix it. The state wouldn't. Yeah. The federal government. So what they wouldn't. did is they petitioned and sent a work order all the way to the Soviet Union, asking them for money to get the bridge built. And the Soviet Union was going to do it. Was yeah. going to send money over. They're and- like, what a slap in the face to America. We'll build a bridge for this town. Yeah. And yeah. so they, uh, and then like the, uh, the U.S. was so embarrassed that they finally coughed up the money and got it done. Yeah. But the funny thing is the Russians sent a diplomat over to make sure it actually got built and was built to specs. <laughs> hey, commies made that the That was AK. my side note back when you're, t- and it came full circle. That's a, you know what, like the one, the one like silver bullet to this, cause all right, you guys know me, I'm, I'm Mr. I don't really like any kind of government there is, but like the one, you know, a lot, I hear, I hear a lot of these talk shows I listen to their favorite thing to talk about is civil war, like a current like one coming. And I'm like, all you're doing is replacing one bad monster with another bad monster. However, and Mercer's eyes are like shining no, right you now. Think about it. Like. I don't know. But like, I'll say this. Like, I think there's something much more effective to disillusionment. Instead of people fighting over who's going to control these 300 million people and their tax revenue and everything it does all around the world. Oh, mine would be who me controlling just vast quantities of land and well, keeping yeah, everybody away. Get money. <laughs> but, like, that's my, like, like, and don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, anti-civilization. I like a smartphone. I like, hell, I like video games. Uh, I wish CB radios would make a comeback. Dude, those were sweet. I, I wish Nextel Beep Beeps would make a comeback. That's, that's oh, the one piece of technology I miss. Um, uh, but it like, I'm not anti-civilization. Actually, I I believe the best parts of civilization have bloomed outside the umbrella of government. I, like I said, I would have loved to live like back in the 1900s. 
my one take was, I don't think I could have done it without toilet paper. Like, yeah. I've said it before. Like, I think that's why there were so many shootouts. Everybody was just walking around <laughs> pissed off with chapped assholes. Dude, dude, not just chapped assholes, but it's like if you couldn't find a certain barley brush that had a certain toxin in it to kill parasites, you had parasites when you were born until you died. Yeah. You're asshole itch. And I'm like, I'd be murdering everybody. No, thank you. We went graphic. We went down that rabbit hole phrasing. <laughs> but uh, Well, it's winter now. You can at least see them without getting parasites. Uh, dude, have you ever seen the videos of the bears the brown bears and the grizzly bears with oh like, where they get it from the salmon the tapeworms yes uh. dude th- did you ever watch uh on that note monsters inside us monsters inside me or eat me being eaten alive or something yeah it, it was it was about the time i started checking out a conventional television but it was like on the discovery channel and it I was just like, like when people get like bot flies and the weird stuff in dude, their skin. One guy was looking in the, in the mirror and he like his eye was itching and he just saw a worm crawl across his retina. I'm like, Nope, I'm cutting my eyeball out. <laughs> no, thank you. No, sir. Uh-uh, I'm cutting my arm off. Um, that's, I can, I can deal with a lot of stuff. I can't. And I know right now to everyone listening, there's billions of little organisms living inside of you that are like their own little biome. And like, that's cool but they're supposed to be there. I like my little bugs inside of me to hell with any of these outside what are, ones. What are the little, what are the little things that can survive like in uh, tar- tardigrades? Yeah, little, I think the, you the, got the, it they right. They call them like little mini bears. They're little... having sex on your face and pooping on your face all the time. Those are like dust mites too yeah. and stuff. But yeah. Kinky. <laughs> this world's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's still listening to this, like there's just mass suicides in the streets. <laughs> This becomes like the new, what was that musical masterpiece that like We've made gone it? from Tucker Carlson overthrowing Spain to, <laughs> <laughs> to tardigrades having intercourse. On- Dude, guys, it's been a fun night. Uh, flipping, I don't know what, we went from political groupings to, ooh, I did, I did hear an interesting conspiracy theory. And that the real money in tobacco is in the anti-smoking campaigns. All right. I actually think there's a lot more to that than, you know, screw what I was thinking about. Let's go on your, what you said. I think there's more to that than what you just comically said. Well, yeah, no, but I, I think it's kind of like, like everybody knows smoking's bad for you. Yeah. Like, why are we still pumping like millions and billions of dollars into this industry to like tell everybody smoking's bad for you? Cause it's all a racket. I mean, it's, it's America. A, if you, right. You know it's bad for you. You know it costs. If you want to smoke a cigarette, I will light it for you. Yeah, like it. He will. He has. <laughs> um, I light all my bitches' cigarettes. Yeah, uh, but like, I mean, what? I remember I heard this. I might have talked about it on the show before. I remember hearing it a long time ago. It was an interview with a guy. I think it was on Clint Russell's uh, Liberty Lockdown. But he was interviewing the guy who used to work for a lobbyist firm. And the lobbyist firm was like a, a pro-life organization in the abortion debate. It was very anti-abortion. Uh, and this guy quit because, as he was saying, and this was before the most recent Roe versus Wade, like a year ago or something like that. This was like a little bit before that. But uh, the reason he quit the pro-life lobbyist firm was because what his boss had said to him, the boss who was like head of his department, said, ah, uh, or he, he said to his boss, man, wouldn't it be great? He was like a true believer. If we could like get this super pro-life bill passed, that would like be cemented forever. Yada, 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 no comeback. And the boss said, no, that'd be the worst thing to ever happen. Cause then we'd be out of a job and no one would be donating money to our cause to fight for pro-life. 
And I was like, ooh, that's, and don't get me wrong. I don't think just the pro-life side's guilty of that. I think the pro-choice side is like, I, I think both sides are getting played so crazily. Like another one, I said Israel, Palestine, let's jump back into that one. I keep seeing these like highlights of like radical leftists that are being pro murdering like innocent people and babies for like, like they're saying Hamas should do that. I'm like, I bet I could find a couple of crazy people in any movement and show like the worst of like the stuff they like. And don't, don't get me wrong. Those, those people suck. I'm not saying that, but it's, it's so interesting the image that the corporate media just paints of certain things. And then I see people reacting to that image. And I'm just like, you know, my dad had this boomers. There's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of, you can't, the free thinking's gone. Mm. Like, it's not like you have your own opinion a lot of the time. It's either, it's either you go with this, like, com- like completely a hundred percent brainwash with the media or you're like, you feel like alone. Yeah. I think that's the point. Cause like, dude, it used to, and I've heard a lot of boomers and Gen Xers and I don't know about Gen Xers, but a lot of people say, Oh, if we just go back to the days of Walter Cronkite, when they just told the news and there wasn't any, it's like, uh, they told you what you were supposed to hear. Exactly. Like that's when there was three news channels and it like, they dominated the manufactured opinion that was coming out. Yeah. Then it's like, they, they will tell you the truth, but only certain chunks of it for you to reach a conclusion that they've already pre-manufactured. Yeah. They've already like, we're giving you the bread crumbs to come to this like trap. We've not well, that's trap, like but. everything we learned, like in uh, law school about like the case after, uh, after nine 11, there was this guy that last uh, named Iqbal. Yeah. It was like picked up. Um, I think he has some fake passports where they, they thought he was like in cahoots with it. Anyways, they did basically everything but waterboard him. They beat him. They tortured him. They left him in a cell with like the windows open, freezing cold. Was he like a German Afghani guy? I don't know if that was it, but anyways, he gets like any trouble. He goes all the way. He sues like for in like terrible treatment and everything, but he subpoenas directly at the time, the head of the FBI and the head of like the CIA and brings him in. And so like, there's this whole process, like where the discovery is going to have to happen under this, this certain federal statute. And it comes out to, he's like, Oh, if we release this, this is going to be really terrible. Yeah. So under diplomatic immunity, the Supreme court like voted in favor of allowing law where that discovery could not come in. Yeah. Like, and so it's like all this, like, Oh, yep. Got your government's back here. Yep. And it's just, I don't know, but here's the good news. Like you like, so they've had this control. Like my, you could pinpoint a lot of different dates, including I've heard some people make a decent argument to the, all the way back to the date. The federal government was created in 1779, eight, 81. Maybe 81. I know it's not 76. That's when we yeah. got independence. Then there's like a good couple of years that we just don't have a federal <laughs> government. We couldn't figure it out. We were all fighting each other. We're better off. For, I won't go down that road. But they... Uh, Should have remained a confederacy. I really think like... And you can read Woodrow Wilson's... Uh, what What's his... I've listened to it by the amazing uh, The Dangerous History Podcast, uh, Professor CJ. He does a great breakdown. Uh, Wilson had this... this uh, pamphlet he put out not a pamphlet it's like a book it's called the secretariat state and he's like pretty much like we're still gonna have and he was he was our president everybody he got us into world war one after he promised he wouldn't uh his idea was the administrative state that's the name of it his idea was like we're still gonna have people voting but that's not really gonna matter as much anymore because 
Most people are stupid. So we're well, going to. I do agree with that. Statement. I agree with that. But he goes to the conclusion of that's why we'll tell them how to vote and they'll vote the way we want them to. And our departments that will not answer. They'll answer to congressional oversight. But then we're going to kind of pick who's in Congress overseeing them. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be able to direct the country into this very. And it's like it's this is one of those things I was talking about political grouping earlier. Because a lot of these, to my Christian conservative friends out there and to my socialist friends out there that are left-wingers, like in during the progressive area, era, the socialists were devout Christians. And like, the, like you read Woodrow Wilson's words and he's like, because Jesus told me to live like this and this is how I interpret it and I'm so smart because I'm a Harvard grad, uh, like, like professor or whatever... My interpretation should be forced on every single American at gunpoint of the government. And if they resist, we throw them in jail. And his idea was like, Jesus said you had to be poor. So we're going to take, we're going to do this federal income tax to redistribute the wealth, except for my friends that know certain ways to get around this income tax. Even though I'll tell the American public, hey, this is specifically to hit like the richest people. I think my plan is to make it eventually apply to everybody. And then we got tax cows. So like, dude, it started then. But here's here's the good news. That's like the big black pill, everybody. Like the big scary one. Good news is... Because it got to be black. That's that's the nomenclature. <laughs> nomenclature? Nomenculture? Did I get that right? Yes. Did I try to sound smarter than I really am? No, you, I, no, you just you got it right. Also, yes. Also, I did try to sound smarter than <laughs> I really am. But um, no, like the good news is these idiots that have had control of some form or another for at least like a hundred years or for at least 80 years when we got to the year 2000, they gave us like unregulated internet for 15 years and like them or hate them, but that gave us people like Alex Jones. What a time to grow up. (laughs) I mean, like, dude, it gave us Alex Jones and on the left wing, it gave us people like Noam Chomsky that was much more available and like these, you could collect all these different pieces of information from different schools of thought and like build, you didn't have to get it through the box anymore. And now they're trying to clamp down on that. But it's like the toothpaste out of the tube, dude. There ain't yeah. no going back. You can't you can't get rid of info. You can try to get rid of information. It's very hard. And now there's a ton of information. And so I, I look at it more like what this was all a very long-winded response to what you said. Like it seems like there's just these conditioned that, like, brainwashed so people information. You know, like when you like say you have a question and you type it into Google and you'll be able to see like people ask questions on the red from like 2009, the internet's always going to be around. Yeah. There's going to be people like a hundred years from now looking back at the questions us idiots used to ask in like 2009. And I think that's wild. Like, pretty a, cool. like eventually, like someone, yeah. like all the exact questions somebody would ask will have already been answered. Well, that is if you assume the given that civilization will continue to at least maintain or progress for the next hundred and fifty oh, years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. It's not a bet. I'd be. Willing I mean, to Rome take. was a high point, and then it just started trailing off. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Going back to typewriters, which I really. Uh, Damn it, the more I think about the younger Dryas theory about like, which go back and listen people or just, I don't know, do DMT and listen to Joe Rogan for a couple episodes. I'm sure it'll come up. But uh, the idea that there was more than likely a much more advanced civilization than we give credit for like 20, 30,000 years ago. And not like aliens, like humans. 
and something came along and just gave us a smack and set back the clock. Probably like, ourselves. Could have been ourselves. That like I think it's Randall Carlson is the main dude that like pushes this theory, but he's got I've got I know we're running. We're we're gonna give the people a little bit more than they normally get tonight. Heh, <laughs> phrasing. But <laughs> it, uh so Randall Carlson, and this is like this is my big problem with a lot of like university stuff. And like forget this crazy wacky students that have like really radical beliefs. It's the debates that I've listened to in universities. They seem so constrained by what you're allowed to talk about and what's like acceptable. And no, I'm wrong. I know there has to be like some baseline of what we accept as fact, but I feel like the the peer review process and the university process has constrained that so much that when a guy like Randall Carlson comes along and goes, "Hey." I got what I believe is some pretty sufficient evidence to back up this thought of mine that's radically different from what we've been taught for a hundred years. Um, and I hear him, and I like like, and he he lays out how I, I've talked about it a little bit how the Sphinx has water erosion on it, in addition to land erosion, and that the last time there was that much water in that region of Africa was during the Younger Dryas period, like twenty thousand years ago. So that means the Sphinx is much older than we think this is it probably is. Probably easily proven wrong. My eyeball conspiracy about the pyramids is it, it was all it's all just plaster, and then they just carve the the rock. Cuts into it. Oh, uh, just lines. Seen, like, seen, it's like, it's not do, like, actual blocks. They just yeah. like cut. Have you ever seen like when they do like the stucco walls? It's like a kid the, with a stick. They draw like the bricks into like this out of the stucco. That's that's the pyramids, ladies and gentlemen. I would love it so much more if the Illuminati just like installed those like eighty years ago, and they're like, "Yeah, they're really old blocks. Just take our word for it." You only see videos and we're pictures gonna, we're of them. Blow some minds. <laughs> like that was a joke, everybody. I don't really believe that one, but it. So like Randall Carlson will say all this stuff, and what I would love is for like I don't know a somewhat intelligent and like I'll, I'll give this to debate. It's not all about who is right and who is wrong. It's also about who can talk better who's more persuasive and that there's social skills that go into that, that are outside of like what's objectively true and false. However, you got this fat, hairy, hippie Randall Carlson saying all this shit and like millions and millions of people eating it up and I'll search on YouTube or Google or even brave like criticisms of Randall Carlson. Like, Hey, let me hear the other side of this argument. That's telling me he's crazy. And it's just nothing but hollow, like very, well, we know that humans this long ago couldn't have done this. And it's like, then I think of like, all right, what about Temple Gap? Temple Gablecki? Google Randall Carlson. He's a fat, hairy hippie, right? My body is filled with rage. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he looks like your burned out Grateful Dead uncle. But he's, 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 he says some cool stuff. And I've even like listened to some criticisms of him. But when I say they ring hollow, it's not like, it's not like the guy, the, the, the main person I'm thinking of, God bless him, he's got a lot more viewers than I do. Uh, can't remember his name. He looks like a hipster with long, like curly red hair and like the, the mustache or whatever. And he's like, he's, I think like the your backroom professor or something like that. Like he's got a degree in archaeology. The guy criticizing him, like I could grasp the points he was making, but they were so nitpicky. Uh, like when. They were so nitpicky and not on the nose as compared to what Randall Carlson was saying. It was like, you're 
to me, you're reinforcing his argument. And I've come here like to debunk it. And the fact you have to grasp at such straws to try to debunk this guy, well, shit, you're strengthening his case, for, in my opinion, strictly my opinion. If you're strengthening his case, that makes me feel more crazy. And I'm tired of feeling this crazy. Dude, okay, hear me out. Randall Carlson looks like an older bearded version of Michael Moore. Oh, okay. For reference, he just showed me an image of Michael Moore. Show me an image of Randall Carlson. I haven't seen now, him. Now, if you put a beard on Michael Moore. You do like the an, fuzzy, buzzy guy. An, a, an age him. I think he looks more like a hobbit. I don't know. I, I just he looks saw, like an old hobbit. I just saw him. I was, like, I was like, oh, he looks like the guy that blew himself up in Team America World Police. Uh, and then it took me forever to figure out who that was. <laughs> and it was Michael Moore. <laughs> okay, That's what solid. I was Googling the entire time. And you got to give the guy credit. He's like 300 pounds. He showed up on Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan didn't say the first thing about losing weight. I'm more impressed about him like at the top of the, like, the pyramid area. Like, it's a climb. Like, He's a hefty boy. I didn't. I was a... Team Sherpas. There. He's you listen to him. He's a northerner. He's all right. I like the stuff he says, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And I'm tired. The, the main thing I was getting at with that is I'm tired of feeling crazy. And you, establishment, university led, uh, for like lack of better terms, like you people that believe like the main. Oh, it's like a hive mind. Yeah, but like, please give me some good evidence to just be like, oh, bandit, you're listening to crazy shit. Here's some just very simple things that counteract that. I'll be like, oh. I'm, I'm in the upper education right now, and you're kind of on point. And I don't, I don't mean it's like, I have some like great kids, like I'm, or stupid, I guess we're not kids, but I guess we're old, but fellow classmates. We're all still kids. But yeah, it's kind of the same. It's like just a, it's just making a hive mind. Yeah, and it's like, it's, for lack of a better term, and I've said that like five times tonight, it's like a secular religion. It is, it is like, this is what we accept as reality. We have our high priests that are like the professors and the Ivy League administrators and the higher-ups. Like, they say the word of, well, what the, Catholic, what the Catholics back in the set day, the priests would say are the word of God. Now it's like, this is Don't the word. kids. There might be some correlation. But, like, this is the reality. This is the official human interpretation of reality. And in order to go against that, you must go through our system of checks and balances that kind of conveniently leave what we think in power and rarely changes it. And I know it changes. And you have to give us money. Yeah. That's the most important thing, ain't it? And, uh, student loans, everybody have fun with it. Anyways, guys, that's it tonight. Hope y'all had fun. We're cutting it off quick. YouTube has been dead. Uh, we're going to upload some more stuff to it, like shorts and fun things. Follow us, Bandit Radio Hour on YouTube. Uh, Twitter, I'm still dicking around on the ranch, showing people what I'm doing out there with my morning. You're not lighting it on fire? When I'm not. I didn't put that one on morning Twitter, cow hands. Uh, yeah, Instagram, Mercer's throwing funny stuff up there all the time. It's it's Mercer's good at memes. I will give you that. It's, it's some good shit. It's uh, because oh, my mind thinks in pictures. Yeah. And hey, one other thing. If anything you've listened to tonight and you're still listening and you're like, bandit, that's some crazy shit. There is nobody still there. there. There's no, no, they're all, they're all dead. Uh, like, but for zombies out there, if you're like, Hey, you got this bat shit wrong. And here's a common fact, not common fact, but here's a fact that just counteracts what you're saying. Please shoot it to us on Twitter. If you know me, shoot me a text. Like, we'll see how it goes. And if I'm wrong, I don't care. Yeah, you don't, but I, I want to learn. All right, guys have a good night.